Banking customers are doing more digital banking, but this is not at the expense of the branch. They're doing more there as well. Carl Dahlgren, BAI's Managing Director for Research, joins us to share some interesting and some surprising results in the latest BAI research on customers' banking actions and preferences. Actionable insights can help power smart decisions. Each week, the BAI Banking Strategies podcast focuses on important issues facing financial services leaders, as well as the emerging trends that are rapidly reshaping the financial industry. I'm Terry Badger, your host and the managing editor at BAI. Pull up a chair and join us. Financial services providers are seeking to tighten the connections with their customers. Doing so means knowing what those customers do and what they want. Our guest on the Banking Strategies podcast this week is a familiar in-house name, Carl Dahlgren, Managing Director for Research at BAI. He's here to share insights from the latest BAI Banking Outlook research on the digital acceleration's impact on customer preferences. Carl, good to catch up with you again. Hey, Terry. Thanks for having me. So, Carl, it's summertime. It's warm. People are getting out and about, their lives returning somewhat to normal. What do we know about branch life getting back toward a pre-pandemic normal in terms of customer activity? Well, it's no secret that the pandemic accelerated digital adoption, particularly a year ago. At one point, branches were closed, and much like all other types of retail, folks only had a digital option. But we don't expect that to be the case over the long haul. We're describing it as a digital-first world. That means that it's not digital only. And our research really continues to find that consumers, they're looking for choice. They want both the digital and in-person channels to be available. According to our research, over 80% of the folks had used the branch uh, pre-pandemic. So branches were pretty heavily utilized before we went into this COVID-19 protocols. And so the question remains, you know, what happens as people are dropping their masks and getting back out and the uh, protocols are relaxing? You know, we've looked at some, uh, some metrics. In particular, there's some metrics available from an organization called Gravy Analytics. And they do foot traffic for multiple different uh, industries, banking included. And the foot traffic actually shows that there's more of it now than there was pre-pandemic. So we've bounced back. We've returned to previous volumes, and in some cases, more so than that. does vary a little bit as you think about uh, different geographic locations. And most of that is in line with the different ways in which states have opened up. So Americans are not giving up on the branch then, even as they embrace digital banking more, what you're calling the, the, the digital first approach. What is BAI Banking Outlook Research telling us about what's actually attracting people back to the lobbies? Well, you know, as we're talking to our clients and looking at the data, some of the return, I think, is just pent up or postponed um, demand and need. Right? We're seeing that in a lot of different industries where people just simply didn't fulfill a need and were waiting for pandemic to subside. And so in some cases that's happened and it's created a little bit of a bubble of of demand from consumers and they're returning back to the branches. But, you know, if you look at some of our other research, 35% of consumers who plan to open a new deposit account plan to open it in a branch. So it's pretty strong sentiment still that there are certain things that folks would like to do in person and have that human touch. That human touch that you mentioned, that person-to-person experience, this is often cited as a reason why branches will continue to have a role in banking. But I remember seeing a stat that after COVID, something like 40% of consumers 
are doing all of their banking digitally. So that's 40% that don't want or don't need that human touch. This strikes me as kind of a big number. Yeah, I agree. It's a big number. The exact number is actually uh, 43% doing uh, banking digitally only. But what I would say is it doesn't necessarily mean that there's no human interaction at all. Some of that just migrated to different forms. So, for example, there's digital capabilities that have been put in place, ways to communicate with customers like video chat. And in some cases, that's with the centralized call center, but it's also with the individual branches. So bankers are still visiting with their clients. They're just using digital channels. And in some cases, they're doing exactly what they would have done in the branch by branch personnel. It's just not within the four walls of that particular branch. Can you tell us anything out of the uh, the BBO research about the differences in the way that customers are using the accounts that they're opening online, those that are opening the online ones? I'm wondering specifically if different kinds of customers are opening online versus in the branch. Yeah, there's some distinct differences. And we've fleshed that out not only in our BAI banking outlook, but as you know, we do deposit benchmarking within BAI's research group as we segment the various different groups. So you can segment on all accounts that were open online versus those that were not open online. And what you find is that the balances are much lower in the accounts that have opened online. So a lot of people will equate that to a lower quality. So they're opening with less money, you know, potentially just to experiment with the relationship with that particular bank or that type of account. And then they're also attriting more. So there's more attrition on online opened accounts. So they open with less money, they leave more often. And then also there's some demographic skew here too, right? As you would imagine. So if you segment the data by different generations, the millennials and Gen Xers are most likely to open their accounts online or using the mobile channel. Yet the majority of the boomers still want to open their accounts uh, in the branch, although boomers open fewer accounts. And interestingly enough, there's a bit of a narrative that you know Gen Z is like millennials just with accentuated characteristics, and that's not really the case. In fact, they behave more like the boomers in terms of wanting to open in the branch. They're more likely to open the branch than the millennials or the Gen Xers. So you have a different skew in terms of generational, you have a different balance sizes, and there's more attrition. So there is a different behavior on online open accounts versus those that are opened in the branch. For those those 60% of customers who haven't gone all digital, 57%, those who are still using the branch, what's bringing them in? Are there certain things that we see that they're doing that they want to do or need to do in person? There's a reasonable speculation that the value of the branch as we move forward will be more around solving difficult issues. So for example, opening up a mortgage or more complex types of activities or resolving problems that they might be having with an account. But that's not what we're showing right now as we go out and survey the consumers. The top two reasons across all generations that consumers visit a branch is to make a deposit or a withdrawal or cash a check. So it's still very transactional in nature. And nearly two-thirds of consumers have a greater comfort level depositing or withdrawing funds in a branch versus a digital channel. So there is a little bit of nuts and bolts still going on here. If you dig a little bit deeper and you get into sort of the third reasons why folks are visiting, particularly for, for the Gen Xers and the boomers, so we'll slice this again by demographic, those folks are looking to work with a human. That's their third reason for visiting a branch. And then for the Gen Z and the millennials to solve a problem with their account. So 
I would expect over time that that third reason will move up in rank. But at the moment, it's still very transactional in nature. The notion of quality that you mentioned earlier, obviously higher quality accounts are more valuable to banks and credit unions. They're an indication of a stronger relationship with the customer. If that higher end account is more likely to be branch generated, what does that tell banks and credit unions about what they should be doing to try to attract more digital types into their lobbies? Well, that involves investment, right? And so you think about digital investments and typically the mind goes towards, well, I'll make investments in my digital channel. But just because you're investing digitally doesn't necessarily mean it needs to be within the digital channel. Digital investments also need to be made in the branch. And we did a little bit of research and asked a question here, and um, 11% of financial service leaders said that adding digital resources in the branch was a top priority for 2021. So not only do they need to strategically staff their branches, but they also need to think about the resources and how they're digitally equipping their branches and, and honestly, where they're placing those branches in the community. One thing that we've learned from the pandemic generally is that folks no longer need to live where they work. And so people are on the move. And I think as you think about that, right, there's some outflows of certain states and inflows in other states and outflows of urban environments and some inflows into suburban environments. So things are changing based on different work models that have been employed uh, during the pandemic that we expect to stick around. And so that's one thing that the banks need to think about is just how does that movement of folks change where the need is for, for branch activity? What about how new account owners are deciding where to open their accounts? Did the research offer any insights into what these new customers are prioritizing in terms of selecting their bank to go with? As you would expect, before opening a new account, nearly two-thirds of consumers research information on the bank or credit union website and or the mobile app. However, the branch is also an important resource for information as well. So, for example, for millennials, that was the number two method of understanding a product option. And that was the same with the boomers, too. So it really underscores the need for a choice for consumers and business owners um, as they navigate through their financial choices. They like to be able to use the branch and the digital channels as well. The other thing that's, I think, an important point to bring up here is when we asked people, those that were planning on opening a new account, where they would open them, 70% plan to open that new account with their primary bank. And so it really illustrates the importance of the primary relationship. It's really a focus right now for financial institutions with so many financial institutions literally drowning in deposits. The attention has really been focused on quality of customer, and that obviously brings in the idea of privacy. What did the research tell us about how financial services providers are investing or planning to invest in their branches in the near future to make it more appealing to customers? Financial service leaders are responding to this need. They're adding digital advocates within the branch to help with the digital needs of their customers. So you can walk in to think of it kind of like a if you're walking into an Apple store and there's a genius bar. That's how we've been describing it at BAI. There's folks that can help understand how to navigate the different functionality. They're also investing in mobile tablets so that uh, branch personnel can greet the customer and have a full view of that customer's relationship with the bank. And then uh, popular is ITMs, which are interactive teller machines, so ATMs with additional functionality where you can interact. Um, and that's similar to remote teller machines as well. Just as we're all uh, talking by way of video chat these days, that functionality has been added to several branches. 
So Carl, we've been focused on branches in the conversation here. The BBO research, the BAI Banking Outlook research, also extended to the impacts of digital banking on contact centers as well. So what were the key findings there, and did any of them come as a surprise to you? Yeah, the financial service leaders have really did a great job of pivoting. 71% of them said that their contact center required additional training, particularly on the digital banking products. So, you know, you've got new adopters, right, that have never used the mobile banking apps before, and they needed help understanding how to do so. And then others that maybe used it for simple transactional kind of activities dug deeper into the functionality and features, and they also needed help with those things too. They really needed to train their contact centers with digital know-how. And it didn't stop there either. So because you know some more complex transactions were occurring in the branches pre-COVID, a lot of those more difficult questions about products were handled at the branch level, and those quickly switched into the call center. So additional training was required there. So while a lot of the call center was maybe before we're answering questions about password changes or payoff amounts or things like that, it got more sophisticated pretty quickly. And nearly three quarters of financial service leaders say that their organizations plan to invest in new technology around that contact center and kind of think through some of those things that they might be investing in. You know, it varies from call and text automation, also technology so that agents can work remotely, advanced reporting, so sort of the analytical um, aspects of the call center, and then also computer telephone integration. So those are some of the top areas that they were investing. With more and more of banking going digital, we can expect that the role of the branch and the call centers is going to continue to evolve. Of course, no one knows for sure at this point how that's going to go. But based on the, the BAI research findings, can you see a plausible path developing now? And how might that affect branch staffs and call center representatives? Well, I think there's been a consistent theme across the last 10 minutes or so of our conversation here, and that's that the human-powered branch bank is not going away. So branches may, they may reduce their footprints, reconfigure their designs, or maybe even deploy different mix of staff and know-how and offer different products. But I shouldn't miss out on the, the fact that there are, there's a lot of M&A activity going on right now in combinations of banks, and that may result in fewer branches as well. But our expectation is that those branches, they will endure. Striking that right channel mix over the next three years or so is definitely going to require financial services leaders to be market sensitive. So we touched on this a little bit earlier about the fact that population is on the move. So the branches, while in a very important part, it doesn't mean that we can just say, okay, well, I have a branch network in place and, and I can leverage that branch network and not have to worry about making some important strategic moves. They're going to need to be modified at a faster pace than they have been in the past. And there's going to need to be data on individual markets because it'll be very market-driven. More than ever, leaders cannot really rely on just doing what they've always done. Um, branches will, will need to continue to evolve in the ways that they're positioned and they're designed, their offerings, and, and the way in which they're staffed. No doubt plenty of work to do in the branches to meet current needs and also to get ready for their next incarnation. So Carl Dahlgren, thanks again for sharing your observations. As always, we appreciate you making time to join us on the Banking Strategies podcast. Terry, thank you for having me. A few takeaways from our conversation with BAI's Carl Dahlgren. First, the way to think about the future of consumer banking is not digital or the branch, it's digital and the branch. Customers want both to be available to meet their various needs. 
Even with the big upswing in digital usage during the pandemic, the value of physical locations is reflected in studies showing that customer traffic in the branches is even higher than it was pre-COVID. Also, BAI Banking Outlook research indicates differences in account openings online versus in person. For one thing, balances tend to be lower for accounts opened online, and those customers are quicker to close the accounts. Looking at the demographics, Gen Xers and Millennials are more likely to open online, and in what might be a bit of a surprise, Gen Z customers are more likely to open in a branch. And finally, accounts opened in the branch are generally higher quality than those opened online, so how to strengthen the connection between digital customers and the branch to boost quality? Carl says part of the answer is putting compelling digital technology into the branch. More financial institutions are emulating the Apple Genius Bar approach, using mobile tablets and installing interactive teller machines to try to bridge that tech gap. Thanks for listening to the BAI Banking Strategies podcast. I'm Terry Badger, Managing Editor at BAI. Please join us next time for another conversation on an important topic for the financial services industry.